Hey, you made it to the Rising Republic. Congratulations, your host is L. Douglas Hogan, a voice for opinionated conservative talk, where freedom of expression is still a right and political correctness isn't protected. Sit back, try not to melt, and remember, always keep your weapon pointed in a safe direction. So, wow, this is it. I am actually recording my first podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you that's out there listening. I'm interested in knowing where you're from, how far-reaching this podcast is. Uh, I'm still not sure where I'm going to be dropping these podcasts as far as uh, on a host site. Wherever it is, there's going to be... uh, there's going to be some time spent into into these these podcasts. I've got a lot of things in my head that I like to talk about. And I am, in case you didn't get it from my intro, I'm a strong conservative uh, thinker. I, I really, really hate being muffled. I hate being silenced. I hate being edited. I really hate censorship. So I just kind of want to throw this out there that I had been thinking for some time about doing my own podcast, but it wasn't until recently that I really decided to follow through on it. I have been censored on Facebook, like most of you. I have been censored on Instagram, like most of you. I've been banned from TikTok, which it wouldn't have bothered me originally, but having just been on it for a month, and accruing 6,000 followers, that uh, that surprised me. Not, not the banning part. I kind of knew that was coming. But how quickly, how rapidly, I gained 6,000 people following me. And uh, I, I remember like it was yesterday, and I do believe in July is when I started my adventure on TikTok was during quarantine, but I'm like, why not? I thought TikTok was dumb. I thought I'd create, a, create an account and, and uh, push my conservative views out there and see what happened, see where it went. And it wasn't long before I got, I got censored. There was some, some idiot teaching uh, incorrect handling techniques of the AR-15 or the M16, any kind of Colt-style rifle. Uh, he was he was teaching wrong and and I made a video like a, it's called a duet with him and uh, showed how he was wrong with a live demonstration and TikTok quickly put it down and I'm pretty sure the way that, that works is somebody sees it a snowflake you know liberal sees these things and yeah, they melt and they report it but. Uh, I actually went and did an appeal just to see where it would go. And uh, when I did the appeal, well, it came back. It came back on the next morning. But basically, in my appeal, what I did was I told them that I was a marksmanship instructor. I told them, you know, I I, I taught this for several years in the Marines, and uh, I was actually teaching safe handling techniques and uh, demonstrating how he was wrong in the techniques that he was showing. Which is funny that he didn't get. He hasn't been getting censored. It was me that was getting censored. All that being said, I woke up next morning and boom, my video's back online. I'm like, oh, cool. So time progressed and virtually all my videos were conservative opinions and thoughts. And I I know full well that the mainstream media, 
social media sites. Uh, I understand that they're censoring conservatives right now. It's we all know any any conservative that's going out there posting their political views, it gets taken down or covered up as graphic or some kind of craziness like that. But uh, I woke up one day, right right. I mean, I was just shy of six thousand followers. Uh, it was like uh, five thousand eight hundred and something like that, and I was gaining at least a hundred followers a day, sometimes a thousand followers a week. And uh, I wake up one morning and I go to TikTok just to see how many new you know followers I picked up and uh, when you know it it said your account has been permanently banned and when I went to look why or what videos there was like three or four of them that had been labeled as violations of community guidelines like overnight and I had nothing up there that was bad it's not like some of the other people that was saying things like that they were going to rape the white women and and wash you know, Caucasians out of society by raping their women and, and killing all the white men and all that. That was stuff I saw with my own eyes and reported, but it was told back to me in the response that they had not violated any community standards. No, it was me violating community standards because I was expressing my conservative views. And they weren't nothing that was wrong or bad or nothing. You know, I never, ever pushed any kind of violence. I don't believe in, in pushing violence only in, in self-defense or in defense of someone else. That's the only time, or country, the only time I, I believe in violence. Um, never because of someone's views or opinions. Um, that never happened with me. So this whole thing that, you know, it was kind of shocking, but I'm like, oh, well, you know, whatever. And I, uh, I dumped it. And then... Uh, I got, instead instead of getting really bitter about it, I just kind of let it go. But my wife texts me. She says, you know, you should really start a podcast. You've got, a lot, um, this is coming from her. I wouldn't not saying this to myself. But she says, you've got a lot to say. You've got a lot of skills. You've got a lot of things that you can discuss on a podcast. And I started thinking about it. And I had been thinking about it already for the past couple of years. I've been thinking about doing a podcast. I already got all the stuff purchased because I'd been thinking about it for, you know, going back a couple of years. I, I had everything that I need. So I'm like, okay, are you encouraging me? She said, yes, I am. So I said, I'll do it. And the next thing you know, I wake up about five o'clock this morning and uh, I'm learning some new programs and I'm watching some videos, some DIYs on, on YouTube. I'm learning how to, how to, how to do my own podcast. Um, it's, it's all very interesting, but it's, it's kind of neat that I had pretty much everything that I need, you know, all the editing software, all the, all the accessories. So this is going out there to you guys because I'm tired of being censored as an American. I don't like putting something out there and it getting taken down because it doesn't fit the narrative. Most everything out there is owned by the Democrats. It's owned by globalists and people that we will never ever meet or ever even see a picture of. It's owned by people who own the world. All right, these are the same people who own um, virtually every, every news station out there. We're all being fed something. And it's always the same thing by no matter who's pushing it. They might show a little diversity here and there through, you know, alternative news stations like Fox. But if you watch it long enough, you'll see it start to slide off to the side. And before long, all the conservative voices have been silenced. And we've seen it over the past few years, how it's, how it's, been, it's been happening. 
you know, Bill O'Reilly's gone. Uh, there's been allegations against uh, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. And it's just a matter of time before there's no conservative voices out there anywhere on the mainstream media. Instead, we have to turn on our AM radios and we have to tune in. And who's listening to AM radios anymore? And the social media has become the new news source. But that's being silenced. It's being censored. So if I'm putting something out there about QAnon or about uh, something that's against COVID-19, if I plug it with a hashtag, it's disappearing. It's violation in violation of community guidelines. And this is baloney. This, this is how I feel about this. Yes, this is America. And I was having a talk with my brother. And he said, you know, this is America. They should not be censoring you. And I said, well, this is America, but I disagree on the censoring thing. He said, what do you mean? And I said, well, it's like this. When we download an app, we'll say it called Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. That's not our house. Okay. We are essentially renting a space in their house. Therefore, we have to abide by their rules. Okay, The United States Constitution was designed to protect the people from the government. The Constitution is not designed to protect the people from being censored by private organizations, by private companies and applications that are owned by someone else. Granted, applications uh, and technologies that we are experiencing today were not around back when the Constitution was written. But even if they were, it would not matter because the Constitution is designed to ensure rights of the individual and to protect the individual from the government. Okay? So, that's my position on it. If we go into TikTok and we start violating their community standards, fine, ban us, delete us, but be honest about it. Don't lie. Don't say, oh, this isn't what we believe. Therefore, we're going to block them. Therefore, we're going to ban their account. Therefore, we're going to shadow ban them or ghost them. Because that's what's happening. We are living in an age where the conservative voice is being suppressed at every angle. Hashtags are even being ghosted. So if you go on to TikTok and you make a video about, about I don't know, save, save our children, save the children, something like that, and you want to hashtag that because you know exactly what's going on in Hollywood. You know exactly what's going on in the deep state. We'll talk about all that stuff in another episode. But you know exactly what's going on. But TikTok wants to suppress that. They don't want that to go out because it does damage to the opposition. It does damage to the other side. It does damage to the liberal narrative. So they suppress it. Therefore, when you hashtag something, people that are searching for these things aren't going to find it. It's not going to show up in their feed. It's disgusting. So where do I get my, my opinions? I, uh, I have a pretty solid base of opinions, but no opinion that I have is or was ever formulated overnight. I just don't come up with ideas out of the blue and say, I think I'm going to believe in, th in this. I, I believe that this ideal, it sounds right, so th therefore it must be right. Most conservatives will probably agree with me on this. They do their own homework, generally speaking. And it takes time of research, thought, 
opinion, information gathering, conversation. It takes time for all this stuff to be studied and brought together before an opinion is formulated. Once the opinion is formulated, there's no coming back from that. Because in my own mind, I have seen enough evidence to show me that my opinions, my ideals are right. And that's something that the liberal mind can't grasp. Because in the liberal mind, there's no such thing as right and wrong. In the liberal mind, if your heart says it's okay, if it feels good, then run with it. And they have this, I call it feel-goodism. They have this belief, this ideology, that if it feels good, run with it. If your heart believes in it, go ahead. But that couldn't be more wrong, people. Our hearts are deceptive. They deceive us. They fool us. Our emotions are not stable things, and they're never based on, 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 on a reality or, or logic. Sometimes we're hurt deeply before we even know all the facts, before we even have all the information. We can't let our emotions guide us because when they do, you see what's been going on in these cities like Minneapolis and Kenosha and all these other places, all these other cities, these liberal cities are burning to the ground. These people are being led by their emotions and they do so before they have the facts to make a solid opinion. And you can't tell them otherwise because they're closed off to it. They don't want to know. They don't want to talk about it. They don't even want to hear it. And if you say anything to them, you're a racist, bigot, xenophobe. They go straight to name-calling each and every time they have no argument. Well, that's not how I roll. If somebody wants to talk to me, I'll talk. But I will never, ever debate or try to prove a liberal wrong because I know that they're closed-minded and they're not looking for facts or looking for a fight. And I can generally tell the difference if somebody's coming to me, if they have this, you know, learning spirit. I can pick up on that pretty quick. I enjoy talking to somebody who has a learning spirit. But generally speaking, I'm not interested in communicating anything with a liberal because they're all mostly trolls and that's all I ever got on any of my social media sites. When I was on TikTok, for example, I never hashtag anything that would attract a, a liberal. Because in my opinion, hashtags attract flies, and fly I don't like flies. So I was careful not to do that. But nonetheless, there was liberals out there who would go and they would search things that they knew conservatives were running in their videos, and they would find you and they would troll on that. And so all they want to do then is go onto your, your post, onto your video, and drop us your, you know, all lives matter, but your life doesn't matter. Or just drop a black lives matter when that's not even the topic of the video. You know, I could be talking about anything else. Black lives matter. Okay. That was what, I mean, what's, what's, what's the point here? So I served in the Marines from 1992 to 1996. The first three years I was a tow gunner. My last year I was a marksmanship instructor. After that, there was a little gap in time where I was working at Walmart and doing some, some factory work um, at a plastic factory. And then I got on with the state of Illinois and I uh, went to the Department of Corrections Training Academy and became a security therapy aide working with sex offenders, 
For eight years straight, I worked and dealt with nothing but rapists and pedophiles. So I have a knowledge base that will help later on in future episodes, especially with what's going on right now with the deep state and over at uh, Petalwood. I've been doing that for 22 years, not working directly with sex offenders, but working as a security therapy aide in Illinois' only maximum security mental health facility. In 2006, I uh, signed up to go to the police academy. In 2007, I graduated. I, uh, as a police officer, worked at several municipal areas in, in my in local southern Illinois. Um, and then I, I got on with um, the Randolph County Sheriff's Department. And uh, let me see here. So I think that pretty much covers every level of government. Municipal, state, county, and federal. Yeah. So I've worked at every branch of the government. And I've had some dabbling and a lot of training in, in virtually every aspect of these things. Which gives kind of a credence to a book I wrote, uh, something I also need to talk about. I'm a best-selling author of, I, I've written a lot of books, uh, over a dozen, I believe. I've lost track, but two of them were bestsellers. Oath Takers, being the first book I ever wrote, has been an Amazon bestseller multiple times. And that is book one in the Patriot series. And then if you look up the Patriot series, you'll see that it has a book two, Surviving Martial Law. Surviving Martial Law I wrote not long ago, and it uh, was also kind of a very timely uh, book that came out about the time Governor um, Northam over in Virginia started acting real goofy and, and talking about uh, his attack on the Second Amendment and uh, the things he was going to do over there. But uh, he's mentioned several times in addition to a lot of other stuff. But uh, check those books out. So I don't write those things just uh, out of the blue. There's a lot of stats in Surviving Martial Law. Um, these are op-ed books. They're not. They're, they're non-fiction. So if you get them, you're going to be uh, reading my opinions and what I believe and why I believe them. And uh, I do have a strong sense of leadership and integrity. These are fundamentals, and uh, I don't want to do or go anywhere without them. After that, uh, I wrote uh, some post-apocalyptic books. I wrote the Tyrant series. I was encouraged by a friend that I was in the Marines with, who's also um, he's a USA Today best-selling author now, that I work with on a regular basis. He's over at Doomsday Press and Beyond the Free Publishing. He encouraged me to uh, start writing fiction, so I did that. Uh, Tyrant series is about my vision of what the United States will look like if we don't abide by the oath that we swore as oath takers you know um, maybe you were never in the military maybe you were never a politician maybe you, you never swore an oath that's fine this book isn't necessarily for those it's best for them because it encourages them to honor their oath but if you're a patriot this book is also for you it talks about it covers a lot of topics um, I don't hold any punches um, I'm very straightforward but I, I'm very straightforward in a professional way I do believe that the First Amendment freedom of expression it's dying out there hence the censorship but it's still very much a right and it cracks me up when I see people go into the, the you know the, the press room and they're listening to whoever the press secretary is and they're wearing their masks talking to Kaylee you know how come the president wants to reopen the churches doesn't he think it's dangerous to reopen the churches Yet, the streets are erupting in violence, and they are sitting there 
in the press conference room with their masks on. Now, why do I bring all this up? Because it's all the First Amendment. The First Amendment covers freedom of religion. It covers the freedom of the press. And it covers the freedom of expression, you know, the right to peacefully protest. Now, those guys out there that are burning things down and attacking people, killing people, shooting their guns and blowing things up and tearing down businesses, that's not peaceful protesting. And they are thugs. They're rioters. And no, I didn't call anybody any racist names because there's a whole lot of nationalities, a whole lot of races and sexes enshrined in that word thugs. If you're tearing down stuff, you're a thug. I don't care what your race is. You're a thug. This is my position on it. Don't do it. Don't tear stuff down because you don't have a right to do that. The Constitution does not give you a right to do that. In fact, I would say it's more closely related to insurrection than anything else. And that's my view on it. But uh, I wrote the Tyrant series, and yeah, it's it's about, it's a five-book series, and it's uh, there's three in a trilogy, and there's a couple shoot uh, offshoots. Um, I wrote some other books after that. I've wrote some, I've wrote, I've, I've wrote, an anthology or been in an anthology with some other author author friends of mine um my newest book lockdown no it's not about the coronavirus um i actually wrote the book before the coronavirus but uh it released at just the right time so yeah it, it might look like um i wrote it and named it titled it because of what's going on in the world right now but actually long before coronavirus was a thing Lockdown had been written, and uh, the title had been named. So you can head over to uh, Amazon. You can check out any of those books, and there's more on there that I have written. Um, I'm only throwing that out there. Um, I'm not podcasting to make a dime. That's not my intention. Um, but this is one way you can follow me. You can you can, you can can follow me on Amazon.com. You can go to LDouglasHogan.com and register in my newsletter. Um, right at the top of the page when you, when you load in there, um, you can subscribe to my newsletter. I would encourage you to do that. Uh, I'm on Facebook, though I don't go there very much because of the censoring. I have a Facebook page. Look up L. Douglas Hogan. I'm also on Instagram, also L. Douglas Hogan. And I would say I was on TikTok, but I've been permanently banned, and I am not going to try to go back, even with another account. I'm not doing it. It's not a, it's not a big deal to me. It was fun while it lasted, but I don't like being, uh, I don't like being gagged. Anyway, that being said, I think uh, introductions have been good. I talked to you about some of my experience, how I was in the Marines and how I was a police officer and how I've been working with uh, the worst of humanity. And I've also worked with the best of humanity. So uh, I'm excited about where this podcast is going. And if you are a like-minded person, and again, I don't know where this podcast is going as far as who's going to host it, but if it has a like button, hit that like button. If it has a subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. I want you to like, I want you to follow, I want you to share, I want you to drop a comment, I want you to be involved, as involved as you can be, and uh, if you're interested, um, please give me a follow and, and uh, drop, make, drop a kind word. If you're going to be ignorant about it, I don't want to hear from you. I'd just rather you keep your yap shut, and I do believe in freedom of expression, but like I was saying earlier, this is my podcast, so if you're going to come into my house and start running your mouth and I don't like it... Uh, if I catch it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remove it. But I'm sure at some point, I'm hoping at some point, I, I, I you know, when I, when I had 6,000 followers on TikTok, I, I couldn't keep up with all the, all the flies. They would come in there and they'd leave some comments. I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with all that. Some things would get through, but if I saw it, I would delete it. 
And again, it's not about freedom of expression because it's exactly like I said. You come into my house and start behaving a certain way, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to manage it. But that being said, I'm going to take off now. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, I don't know when my next video is going to be. Or I'm sorry, next time video, my next podcast is going to be. But uh, again, thank you again. And remember, always keep your weapon pointed in a safe direction.